0: bat has now been around for 3 seasons and coaches everywhere are saving time and being more efficient when it comes to scout cards. Coach Robinson from Texas says, "The thing I most enjoy is the ease of access to all the scout cards and how I can draw on them if I need to make any changes." Every coach that uses it says that it is so great to use. If you and your staff are tired of the old ways of preparing and using scout cards check out thecoachpad.com to start enjoying scout team and making the 2023 season better than ever uh welcome back to another episode of the gap down backer podcast uh today we have the head football coach at tonapaw valley high school in arizona uh brett davis uh how you doing coach i'm doing good nicholas good to see you well i mean we, we got shame it and to your point like I, there's we we started to get into it just on the background stuff that was a lot of stuff and we'll get to that here in a second but how did you end up being how did you end up as the head football coach at uh Tonopah
1: oh uh, well it's an interesting it's an interesting journey um I, I was head coach at Coachella Valley High School for seven eight years and then uh, when COVID hit um you know we didn't know if we were going to get to play another season 2020 and that was actually the best team I ever had that was a state championship team and and my wife had an employment opportunity we we came back this way but so um uh that that was how um uh, made it back to to Tonopah. so um and uh, and it's been a great experience we won uh first region championship in school history first playoff win in school history uh we were the number one passing team in the state of arizona pretty high nationally so and we did it with two quarterbacks too so that was pretty cool
0: now, now, before we get into where you offensively are now, because you, you you've evolved the run and shoot to adapt to the various issues on defense, which we'll talk about in a minute. But how did you initially get into the original run and shoot?
1: Uh, I was introduced to it very early in my coaching career in California in 2003, and you know, like we talked about it, at the time um, when I was coaching in Ventura County, they there was actually quite a few run and shoot guys around Um, and so uh, kind of branching out and kind of learning from those guys in fact uh, Brian Smith who was OC with uh, with uh, Nick Rolovich and um, uh, he was at Hawaii and and Washington State he's at University of Ohio right now. He's at my alma mater. Yeah Uh, him and my wife were (laughs) classmates in school and neighbors and all that so like i said there was a lot of run and shoot guys around uh the ventura county area uh so there was there was a lot of great information my shout out to my good buddy charlie Wegger and uh and at, at agora high school who a big influence on me and uh, and was a big run and shoot guy played for mouse at northridge state but um and uh and uh so and over time, uh, like I said, I and I, I was running all the the pure stuff right away, you know, um, goes choice switch, all that cool stuff, and um, and then of course, you know, we kind of got into the the pattern match situation. Pattern match defenses kind of proposed. Uh, they kind of posed a big issue for us, um, and um, there were some answers, yes, but they weren't. It wasn't anything we could sink our teeth into, and in other run and shoot coaches around we would always talk, and we weren't getting the return on investment for the time to practice that live scene throw and go. um you weren't getting that choice route. you weren't you know the the things that made the run and shoot, the original pure run and shoot so attractive was guys getting open, big throwing windows, and you'd be able to get the ball out quickly. Well, the pattern matches were taking those those quick big throws away and um so we kind of started adapting over time and where i went to find those answers was uh you know to kind of in the path of the run and shoot and offshoots like john jenkins and archie cooley with the satellite express at mississippi valley state and those guys were uh where the old run and shoot was more condensed slot formations We started spreading it out like John Genius did going no huddle and then four to a side uh, and going more four strong like the Satellite Express did um, and and have uh, Jerry Rice on the single side. We didn't have Jerry, of course, but (laughs) but uh, but but those guys are attracted to that kind of stuff. And we started going uh, no huddle and and uh, then giving everybody route conversions um, and uh, that gave that posed a lot of problems for. For defensive coaches and, and utilizing the back, which is the what the the old run and shoot did not do hard really much at all, right. and we, that's where we would get the four
0: strong. We would use the running back. Now, now before you continue into what you've done, like when you before back in the archaic day of spot drop and just man yeah. the the archaic <laughs> days. um, like one, I just out of curiosity, what 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 was your favorite? old school run and shoot concept that you enjoyed running oh go
1: uh, it was go all day
0: <laughs> you're you not know, the- that, that
1: that was i i know probably a lot of run and shoot guys of course like no it, it really was i mean um when if you saw cover three or man i mean you were just shredding those dudes all day and it didn't matter what form of man they ran you know it didn't matter you know you'd shred them Uh, And even like cover two, you could shred that pretty good too. Um, uh, But uh, yeah, so that, that originally that, that was good. And switch will always, and I, I still, we still run switch very pure uh, and and out of two by two, you know, and that, that one will stand the test of time. That's, that's another, but those were the two bad boys, but go was the, that was
0: the big dog. You're not, you're not the first run and shoot uh, person I've had sell that to me. Like, yeah. I think, I think every run and shoot person I've had on, that's, that's one of the key questions I ask is like, what is your favorite yeah, like, running, run and shoot concept to run? That's Yeah.
1: And, and, and see what got most guys out, you know, like some of my old buddies that were just, I mean, played in the run and shoot were all run and shoot. They probably had a tattooed on their body that I don't know about. Uh They, uh, you know, <laughs> those, those guys, they when they couldn't run go anymore they're like i'm not running the (laughs) offense you know because that was that's like what that was the play when you when we're talking about hawaii right well when we watched that was what i mean you're seeing that ball out in under two seconds whether it was uh whether it was timmy chang or whether it was uh colt brennan or or uh uh my boy waylon that was over there to be a backup for for colt brennan and and uh, any any of those, other, even Rolovich himself, when he played for him, I mean, that was you'd watch those guys, and no matter who was in there, you'd pat 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 go, right left right ball boom, and that thing was out. Uh, and and that was like wow, you know, you, you know, and you just see that execution. But again, over time, you'd start we we weren't getting the return on investment because that play took a lot, you know, any especially at a high school level when when we have guys that really didn't even know how to run and they couldn't run in a straight line they couldn't they didn't know how to move their arms when they ran uh guys learning how to catch a ball and 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 move in space and stuff like that uh it, that took a lot of time to get down so you weren't getting that return on investment anymore now and so a lot that, of just got out of it
0: yes and, and or or they messed it with their version of the air raid right uh, and that and stay spread, but they they mixed it in now. Before we get into again your stuff and how you evolved it, how much does this cause practice to change for you? Like, is there anything like that you've had to majorly change practice wise for um, your offense?
1: Yeah, so if you're talking about my version of the run, shoot, so what we now focus on a lot more than what we did back in those days where we would run. The concepts together a lot more. Um, and where now we focus on uh, a lot of drills where we where we go over, we have a lot of routes on barrels where actually we go over every read route and we have barrels or extra coaches or whoever that represent defenders. And we really we really rip the hell out of these read routes. And in fact, in the spring, like when we do our first installs now, um, you know, I won't put in a single concept until we have mastered the the read routes. Um, so we really focus a lot more on that. And the quarterback's drops and and the timing of it, his footwork, you know, until all that all melds and meshes in together, we won't run a damn concept. Um, so that's where it's changed a little bit, where when you're going go, you gotta run go. Yeah. You gotta get in there together and to run it, you know, and and uh And so that, that's, I think that would be the biggest change I would say.
0: Okay. Now uh, let's, let's get into it. I mean, we talked a little bit about beforehand, both digit, both through messaging and through the first couple minutes, like you've morphed this and part of it live is the necessity of what defenses are giving you now with pattern matching, pattern matching has caused offensive coaches to adjust just like RPOs have caused defenses to adjust. Um, But, I mean, you've morphed into more of a quads or a four-strong or trips with a running back to the side. Um, You want to talk about that evolution of, okay, we got power match. This is how I'm going to evolve, and this is what we're going to.
1: Yeah. So one thing I learned from, uh, you know, a lot of defensive coaches was defensive coaches' safety, they like it when they can get four over three three over two, and still have a plus one advantage in the box, right? That's where they're safe. They feel nice and comfy and cozy in that world. And the reality of it is, is most offensive coordinators turn on the electric blanket for them and let them be comfortable with it. Well, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, You know, so I kind of like making them uncomfortable. Now getting five over four, and sometimes they have to get six over four to a side. And then stay two over one to the single side can pose a lot of problems, um, and we also are able to run the ball out of our quad stuff as well. So um, and and now that makes it a lot tougher to keep all those that uh, that plus one integrity in all areas of the field. It makes it a lot more difficult. And, so, and we found absolutely. that out again. And that that came from defensive coaches uh and 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 then when you start running it you're like oh yeah i can i can see that
0: you know so so with that conceptually like okay obviously you're put you're essentially running a a quads run and shoot i'll phrase it that way i think sure. you, you call it what the 44 shoot offense yeah. correct uh-huh. yeah. um, so i mean conceptually did you alter current concepts or did you create new concepts with that
1: yeah, so uh, in a way, we kind of we kind of just um, melded a few together. So like choice, divide, uh, and and then and then some aspects of of switch and stuff were just kind of you know all kind of melded together uh, in, into it, and then a little bit of white cross action that we kind of uh, took from the uh, uh, from the air raid. And, 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 and then we kind of, kind of melded all that together uh, into it. An, and again, and when we go very fast, again, we don't, we don't huddle up. We, we we're no huddle and we we go pretty fast again. And I think the guys that have had statistically the most success in, in
0: the run and shoot uh, are guys that kind of have done that. Okay. And then so, so like when you're like, obviously it's a little different because you, all your routes are read routes but how do you approach a defense in your offense week to week, given what you do? Well, I'll tell you, we don't ever see what we see on film. So the
1: biggest thing that we practice are the rules. Yeah. You know, we have our rules and our reads because if we, if we look on film, whatever we see on film, I promise, even if we have a quads look on a film or a three by one on film, that is not what we are going to get. So uh, the only thing we really watch film for is just is to is personnel really is is to get a personnel feel and uh, and see how they attack protections. That's kind of what we want. To, that's what we want to see. Um, and, and we like to see techniques that their middle linebacker will use to get war who we identify as the Mike. Um, you know what they'll do with the number three vertical okay yeah. how they handle three vertical and again 100 not 100 percent of the time do we get that that full picture but that's what we're trying to decipher when we watch film and that, and that's about it that's all we can take from it but as far as the defensive structure altogether, i mean we've had three three stack teams that never break the stack and are always one high come out and two twos two fives and try to play quarters on us. And then we, they've never shown that once uh, with a lot of, with a lot of spread film that we would get on them. So we've had that over the years. So we we learned to adjust and and just, we just have our rules.
0: Okay. So, 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 I mean, is that, is that kind of, I mean, going back to this, is that kind of, okay, so we're getting pattern match. I mean, we all know what the standard uh, trips adjustments are. It's usually special or solo. Where I mean, some four of quarters or two read trips adjustment, or you get one of the ripple is adjustments where it's really just cover three. But who your three three vertical guy is changes, and how they deal crossers change. Um, Yeah. With that, are you mainly look like looking for who the three across player? How how are you? let me rephrase this. How are you attacking that three vertical player? Well, we read him.
1: So, I mean, that's, that's, that's the big thing. And then, and then we convert off of what he does.
0: Okay. And uh,
1: have- go, if, if he's poaching, if, if he's poaching, we have a, we have a break. If he, if he spins to the middle, we have a certain thing. If, if they go to true cover two, we have a conversion for that. Uh, and we don't convert until we clear that uh, that who we call the the Mike. Uh, so if he short walls, you know number three vertical. Um, but then we'll have an answer. So we we usually if if he's posing a problem um, for us, and he usually won't. So uh, usually if they just short wall poach, we'll still have a space. And usually how if they start involving and push coverage usually getting that will involved as the long wall and number three now we got a three for one which is i mean that's that's an offensive coordinator's dream right there is now we got a three for one on a route and now we can start involving we can change where the back goes and stuff like that depending on how they handle that and that's really all we do it it was we just change where he goes
0: okay and then
1: then coordinator when i'm calling that's if, if like if we're getting that three for one now i might I might not go more four strong. I might, I might go too weak. I might send the back on a shallow or something like that and kind of work with that a little bit.
0: Okay. And then, so, so obviously you get the back very involved in your offense, whereas they don't, how do you get your back involved in the offense? Like you, you obviously the lineup and quads are four strong, but more specifically, how are you getting your back involved?
1: Uh, well, he, he, like you say, we either are swinging him, you're running him in the flat he doesn't have a lot of routes. we'll put him put him opposite side, run the burst route with him uh we'll you know and and then and then if he's actually depending on certain calls now we might put him um we'll move him around to different spots in the slot and his route won't change but you know now we're um you know now we're threatening that flat defender we're stressing him a little differently now. So especially if we want to work that, if we want to stress their flat defender a little more, now we might move him around out a little wider. We put him in different spots and just have him run bubbles out there. And then if nobody covers him, we just throw him the ball out there. Uh, we always want him to be one of our best guys, yeah. uh, you know, cause obviously he's closer to the quarterback. You know, you're going to want him, he's going to touch the ball more than anybody. So you want him to be a good guy, a guy that can catch the ball and, and, you know, and go boogie with it. But uh, you know, we but uh that's that's kind of but but we keep it really simple. You know, we don't give him a hundred things that he does. It's only about four or five routes that he runs. Okay. And then so I'm trying to think how sometimes to we'll put him at four and make him vertical. Okay. And that that poses some issues too, because how many defenses have a four vertical rule?
0: Not many. If Not any many. at all, yeah. Unless, unless they know to prep for it.
1: Right. That's, yeah. But, but how good are you going to be with it you know yes. how good
0: are you going to be running it in a week correct i i mean with this like let's uh, ha, do me a favor like what is a typical practice look like for you well and not a
1: lot of different than you know than than a than a regular run and shoot team but we we come out every day we we ball drill every day. We practice catching the ball at all the different angles that we want. So we do our ball drills. And then when we then we come out and we'll have certain of those read routes that we practice every day in a very structured way, do 10 minute segments doing each one of those. Um, and and then sometimes we'll even um sometimes we even focus on maybe working switch as a drill together and doing all that, then getting into seven on seven, then we'll have screen periods and inside run every once in a while. <laughs> we don't have a lot of run plays, but our run it's just we have that the old Tampa trap play that uh you know that uh, most of the that you'd see at Hawaii all the time uh and then a little draw play. We don't have we don't have a whole bunch of plays uh run plays, so we don't have to practice them a ton. Sometimes we just get them in team and then and then we go team and in team we want to practice. It's and I, and I got this from June. We're going to throw the ball ninety five percent of the time in team because the primary thing is we want a, the quarterback to feel a little pressure on him and stuff like that. And then we work throwing the ball down the field a lot and that. Now, and, I, and we just rep the hell out of everything.
0: Now, how I'm I'm trying to think how to, how to word this. How do you get good looks coverage wise for what you do? Like in, in practice, like so. So obviously, you're you're running your offense, and you don't necessarily know what coverage wise you're going to get. But yeah. you, you've done, you've run this long enough to kind of get an idea. But how do you yeah. get a scout team to replicate that? Because that's got because I mean, instead of them just trying, I mean, you don't want them just play man the whole dang time, and like barrels can only do so much, as you know. So how do you try? So, to replicate that. What we'll do is we'll
1: we'll tell them like that's why I say early on like we'll practice every play but maybe in a day we'll focus on a certain defense and certain techniques that they might run so um like we might work spot drop we might work wall and technique and we just tell the guy what we want him to do and and you know and and then certain techniques that maybe a curl flat player might use aggressive to the flat squared aggressive to the flat maybe where he's turning and running with a with a, a vertical release of number two or three, you know, stuff like that. And we'll kind of, we'll give up and then, and then maybe push technique we, okay, we'll tell these guys to push and we'll have it drawn up and, and coaches tell them, you know, how, how exactly we want the undercoverage guys. So if we're working a quarters day, uh, we don't even, re- we'll, you know, we'll really focus on what the undercoverage guys techniques are on those days. And we just tell them what to do. You know, we don't have to have or we'll have coaches do it you know, hell, I, and I'm not afraid, I'll jump out there, and I'll I'll be the mic, I say, well, I'll, I'll give you the damn look I want, you know, so, so we, we, we do it, we have several different ways that we can do that, but like I said, and, and focusing on one thing a lot of times in the day, especially early on when you're installing it, that's kind of the best thing to do. Okay,
0: and then building off that, like, obviously, that's where you want to go, you mentioned also screen period, how much, like, How much involved are you with screens? Um, Obviously, that's not the basis of the offense, but I mean. Oh, no, we
1: we run a ton of screens.
0: Good, good. Oh,
1: I, 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 we run a ton of screens. Uh, I mean, I'll throw a screen, you know, I throw a screen to a cheerleader if they let me. Uh, (laughs) I, I mean, we'll, you know, and I, cause that, that's kind of part of our running game too. Yes. But we we want them to keep those under coverage players as tight to the line of scrimmage as we like we're trying to create as much second and third level spacing as we can you know um so because because that's what we'll get in a lot of games it makes it so easy their under coverage guys are tied to the line of scrimmage to stop a lot of our screens and then I and mean, it's not just perimeter we, we have all different kinds of screens that we run and then and then try to get their secondary guys playing a lot deeper so we got that that nice second third level space you know we're we're trying to look for eight to nine yard gaps between the under coverage and the secondary so you know we got these nice big windows to sit in and then if they don't if if their second and third level players play tight to each other which a lot of pattern matching that was that was another pattern matching teams were very good at that taking those second third level windows away or making not away necessarily but making them tight Yes. You know, we're getting those windows like we used to, but now you got that check down out there. Fine, if they do that, check down to touchdown. I mean, that's what we say. Check down to touchdown.
0: Okay. Now, I also want to go back. You mentioned you kind of mentioned earlier that some of your – or a lot of your quarterback. How much of your quarterback stuff has actually changed or the same? Is the drop still the same in your offense? Pretty much. I mean, is there there any change? Actually, can you just, like, break down for people who don't know – How a quarterback typically drops in a um, run and shoot offense? For maybe one of my viewers who may not know, or
1: so so typically in today, especially in the shotgun world, you know most quarterbacks' launch points are going to be inside leg of the tackle, outside leg of the guard, somewhere in there. Now the old run and shoot, where you were under center, they were out like rolling you know, but, but in the shotgun, it's more of the half roll. Yeah. So that's, that's what we, and, and we still use a lot of that. I like that because it shortens the distance between the quarterback and, and his target, which I really like. And it changes the, it changes the the launch point for the quarterback, which is tougher on pass rushers because, you know, they're taught to get to certain spots. They think the quarterback's going to be in a certain place and he's and he's not he's very rarely going to be there so the the launch point is always different for the quarterback which is what i like you know uh, I, I so that's why that that parts and that's where the run and shoot gets its name and it, it's not because you run the ball sometimes and throw the ball that's not where the run and shoot came from it came from the movement of the quarterback now,
0: now with with that just out of curiosity because i I, I've obviously not run the run and shoot at high school level, but does it change how people rush you or try to attack your quarterback based off how you drop? Yes. Well, the, the screens actually have
1: more influence over the pass rush stuff that we found because we will screen on any down and distance anytime and anywhere. And, and not, like I said, not just tunnel and, and bubble screen i'm talking delay screen we have a lot of different delay screens that we'll use and we'll run them anywhere um so that poses a uh, an issue for you can't come on these hard rushes so that you that in that influences pass rushing a lot more but definitely um uh and and we found like another thing not only pattern matches is a new issue uh especially for air raid air raid guys are having issues with the tight front three safety stuff right yeah that's really big out uh the run and shoot is great for that because it allows with that half roll now we can kind of get that seven on seven vision that we want out there um so a lot of times now guys that want to stay in that tight front two four eyes now uh, in certain areas now they have to kick those guys out to fives um because now we can just kind of get out so that poses a lot of issues
0: for for uh, tight front teams too. Okay, and I I want to go back to something you talked earlier because you said switch has not changed and and switch is still pure and, mm-hmm. and I, I I wrote that down here. Is can you like, and I I've read on switch, I've watched switch, I've watched people talk about switch, but how do you teach your kids switch? If I may ask. Okay, so you're talking
1: about from the receiver standpoint. Yes. Okay. So, Arsene Reed, when he releases, he's releasing on the upfield shoulder of the first defender inside the corner. I know that sounds like a lot. We have to say it like that because that's a different guy nowadays a lot. You could just say the outside linebacker if you want, but it's the first defender inside you. You're aiming, and it's a gradual move. So, because a lot of times his landmark is still that weak side hash, that boundary hash, right? so that's still going to be his landmark but we don't want to just run right to it because the kid if you try to run under that linebacker he's going to get lit up and and all that stuff like that so we gradually our aim and point is at that upfield shoulder and then once we clear that now we start working to our landmark and just read the safety and again you got all your seam read rules and maybe another day it could come on and talk about seam reads but uh, and I, I'm sure you, you know, that that's pretty easy information you can go find on, on how to run a seam read, but, but, uh, if it's cover three, we're just going to read that middle, that middle field safety. He rotates away. We're taking it up for a touch. If he stays in the middle, works towards us. We're sitting in a hole. If it's too deep, goes to cover two. We're going to, we're going to widen to his face, skinning it up for, a, for a touchdown or, and if he stays quarters, then we'll sit it, sit it down and find a hole back to the quarterback. If it's man, we'll snap it across and get slightly downhill and, um, uh, and move away. Um, so, and then we have our street read coming right off the outside leg of that seam read runner. And then he's going to get up and just read the leverage of the corner. If I'm even, I'm leaving. If not, if I can't get by him, I'll throw my hand up and sit it down. And that, that's the one we actually get completed the most. Um, and, and our read is really easy. So we're eyes on our first step, eyes opposite the field. I say, pick out the prettiest girl in the stand, stare at her on your first step, use your eyes, move defenders. Second step, as we cross over with our second step, eyes now get to the seam read and we're reading seam to outside. Real easy read. Okay, that's perfect, Coach. I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. And we say, don't throw that seam read unless he's wide ass open. White ass open, give him the ball. If not, that streak read o- always will be.
0: <laughs> no, that's perfect. Now, uh, not, not one, I mean, one of the last thing I'm not going to ask. Like, do you still? How do I want to phrase this? Because I got to be careful here. Um, I'm not going to ask you to explain it to me, but do you run like the pure run and shoot pass protection, or do you see? I know, I know. Not have you explain it though um or or have you morphed into something else i know better yeah no no no. we we don't run uh yeah we, we've had to change a little bit obviously
1: because we use a lot of five man protection so yeah. we, we couldn't use a ton of those old zero one man two all that stuff rule so we we've had to adapt that a uh, that a little bit
0: yeah i, I know better like you <laughs> yeah that's the one thing that, like, growing up, they they do not let you talk about. You can talk divide, choice, all you want. You do not pa- talk past protection. <laughs> like, that's, that's how you get hurt. That, that's tight lip, man. I, oh, yeah.
1: I, I, I did. You had to go all over the place to get someone to, you know, it, it, that, that that was worse than Watergate. That was like Deep Throat, you know, uh, oh, yeah. guys in trench coats. I'll meet you at 2 o'clock in the parking garage, you know, by Vinny's Deli
0: it's like like the slot t people in texas it's the same cuts like yeah they (laughs) run shoot people we'll we'll teach you choice we'll teach you divide we will not teach you pass protection like or or like i've had people like i won't zoom with you you can call me like i I, i'm not drawing anything up on a whiteboard that could be taking pictures recorded ain't ain't doing any of that stuff that's whoo
1: well, cause that's what the coordinators are looking for that they want to attack the protection. So, you
0: know. yeah. Hold oh, no, on. No, trust me. I get it. Like, but yeah, yeah it's, it is a, like I've even, I've had friends or, or or people I've done with this, like, I mean, and, and start talking about it and be like, and freeze and stop. And just like, Mm-mm. so yeah. um, wait for that recording button to shut off and then we'll, then we'll, well yeah. Ahead. But, but here's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I have this recording button, but I yeah. used to have old software. I could record, I, I didn't record through zoom. I, I had a separate thing I recorded with. So you would never know if something's get recorded that. So that's why people are so uh, careful nowadays. Um, and I don't blame them. Uh, I mean, just kind of going back to it. Cause like, I mean, like you've seen the evolution of the offense. I mean, you've coached for 21 years. Um, obviously Hawaii's in the process of running it again with coach Chang. Um Rolo's currently out of football. Uh, Stutzman is now at Texas State as a pass game coordinator. Uh, June is, what, the offensive coordinator in the XFL. Um, So there's still some semblance of it, but, I mean, and, and, like, you can make the argument Art Bryle stole – not stole – modified his pass game from the run and shoot. A lot of those outside choice concepts are there. How do you – like, and then obviously you've modified it to where you run – 44 and you're running a lot of four strong stuff or quad stuff and running a little different concepts but the the basis is still there with how the reads and meshing stuff how do you see like a continue to maintain and evolve but be uh, people adjusting to it
1: well that's what i love about it so much is is it is it's kind of a, it's it's a piece of wet clay kind of offense it doesn't have uh it doesn't have a genetic link to any other offense there is um where the air raid is just a cousin of the byu offense which is a cousin of the Sid gilman offense and don Coriel, which that's what created the west coast offense and down the road so they're all genetically linked together uh RPOs are nothing new. Hell, my dad in 1976, when he's starting quarterback at San Diego State, said we were running RPOs way back then. We just didn't have a name for it. We'd have zone right called if I had Ronnie Smith <laughs> and, it, and we had the slant wide open, we would just raise up and throw a slant, but we just didn't have a name for it. So those things are old. They've been around a long time. The run and shoot is kind of it's 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 its own entity. It's an immaculate conception off. It doesn't have a link. Tiger Ellison got it watching kids playing in the park. Um, and, it, you know, so that's the great thing. It, it's so wide open. It can be, it can evolve and it can keep evolving. And I think the, as coaches look for more and more ants, because the defensive coaches, I hate to say, are a lot smarter than offensive coaches. They really are. The smartest, the, the, the guys I respect the most, I just go, they're, these guys are football brilliance. They're doctors in football. They're all defensive guys uh saban being one of them everybody goes crazy because he wins national championships at alabama i hate to tell you he broke the record from a guy coaching at alabama so uh you know that's nothing new but everything we do defensively comes from his mind especially in a coverage aspect Uh, and guys like i think the smartest guys are defensive guys so the answers i think need to come from you know these uh uh, the more of a uh, what shall we say more unique offense um, less rigid a more flexible offense uh, and that's what I love about the run and shoot it could be anything you want it to be and and that's that's really what I love it like he like said Art Briles, if, if you watched him no one would know if you were a purist how's that run and shoot well it is like you said if you know what he's doing it is yeah, It may not look like it to the naked eye, but it is. And and when I see anybody convert a route and sit in space or do something, you could tell when they do it. Uh, 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 Notre Dame did it in, in their game the other night in, on the biggest play of the game. I know that guy wasn't, he wasn't told to do that. He just converted that route into space. There was a third down play down there near the red zone. They were third and long and he just sat in that hole and, and ball got to him. You know, when you see guys do that, you see that's that's all run and shoot stuff, uh, and and um, and it can be anything we want it to be.
0: Okay. Now, the last thing going will have you do is if people want, because your offense has been successful in a couple states, um, you've mm-hmm. obviously had a lot of success with it. You've taught people your offense. How how can people find out more information on your variation of the run and shoot, the forty four?
1: I just hit me up. I'm the only one that kind of has that part of it but uh um you dm me you can uh you know uh, dm me on twitter i I love to help guys out mouse has kind of learned that from him you know he's a guy you could call him up at two in the morning right now and he'd probably take your call if he could um and and you know so i'll always give back if you if you want to know anything just uh just find me on twitter and um and uh I'd have to look my, t- I, it's bad because I don't know my
0: Twitter handle. Oh, you're fine. The, it'll my, be in, it'll be in the, I'll have it all in the bio for I'll you. I'll have it all in there. It'll, it'll be good I don't it. know
1: what is off the top of my head. We, <laughs> <You're good. laughs> yeah. but, well, uh, but, but yeah, if anybody wants to learn more, you know, hit me up. Uh, I love to talk ball and, and, um, and especially run and shoot and route conversion, stuff like that. So I'd love to help
0: out anybody's willing to learn. Well, coaches, um, one, give Coach a follow. His, his Again, his Twitter will be in the bio if you want to learn more. Um, just reach out to him. Like I said, I mean, Coach followed me, I mean, literally the other day, and we set this up, and Coach is pretty available. And um, like I said, we talked a little bit before, and then I'll, pr- I'll probably talk to him a little bit afterwards. Um, but uh, like, share, subscribe, all that lovely stuff so people can find it. And then uh, check out our sponsor, Coach Pad. Otherwise, that's another episode of the Gap Down Backer podcast.